It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. In your mind, <laughs> you know, when you look at the record books and all this stuff, man, who are your top five go for receivers? My top five, man, I got to go with you, OG. I'm going to go to you. I'm going to go bait. I'm going to go Ty. I'm going to go E. Decker. And then for what I'm about to do this season, what I, what I believe I can do, I'm going to put myself. Hey, I like it. I like it. On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. One of a kind opinions, big name guests, the teams you care about every day, every, every day. It's the Ron Johnson Show, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, and it starts now. Welcome to the Ron Johnson Show, and I'm your host, Ron Johnson. In today's show, well, we've been talking about free agency, twin or not twins, uh, Wild did not make it to free agency with Kevin Fiala. People were wondering where he's at. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, something happened with Kevin Fiala in the Minnesota Wild, but also in the Daily Three, we got to talk about Spurs. There's a lot of trades going on. Um, Wild are part of one. NBA-wise, Spurs are part of one. But should the Timberwolves start making trades as well and get some of this draft capital that people are willing to give up for key pieces? We're also going to talk about the Gophers. NILs, it's a big topic in college football. You heard my take about Herm Edwards and what he thinks about it. Can the Gophers finally compete? And then the Twins. Got to talk about that. As I bring Sam Ekstrom in, my producer, before we jump into this, like, what's going on in today's sports world, Sam? We have a word from our sponsors. We do. It's LinkedIn. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know? Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. LinkedIn.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Well, Sam, it's a lot going on in the sports world, but what's on your mind today? There is a lot going on. Twins collapsed last night. We're going to get to that. Big trade in the NBA. Could the Wolves have been involved? We're going to get to that. But I think the A topic in Minnesota right now is the Kevin Fiala deal. Kevin Fiala was rumored to be on the move. Wild don't have a lot of money to afford him. And he ends up signing a whopping extension with the Los Angeles Kings, who traded for him yesterday. Uh, here's what the Wild get, Ron. First round pick, number 19 overall. 
and Brock Faber, a uh, a Minnesota native, University of Minnesota player. He is the captain for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. He's a defenseman, 19 years old, very much a prospect, probably a, a little bit away from, from joining the big club. But the big takeaway is Fiala for a first-round pick. Um, how do you feel about that return, Ron, for a, a star forward who's definitely going to remove a lot of goal scoring from this roster? Well, you know, as you were and I were talking um, before the show, you, you mentioned they get two first-round picks now. Um, I think anytime you can get two first-round picks, it helps your future. It might not help you right away, but it's going to help your future. Um, that's also two first-round picks. Let's just say there is a guy, like there's a number one draft picked out there that you really want. You can package two first to go up and get the overall first pick. Um, there's a lot you can do when you have two first rounds. I think you said two seconds now, right, as well? Yeah, so four four in the first two rounds, yep. Yeah, and so you can package, you know, you can package two seconds if there's somebody that's like, ah, we don't really have anything in the first and get you a third first to now get take two of your first and go up higher. You still have two solid first-round picks, and you might not need that second. If you're like, normally we only need one first, one second that's going to contribute. Um, but again, that's like, you know, in football, imagine that. If you can, like, look at the Jets. The Jets went out and had three first-round picks, and everybody said they had the best draft uh, of the draft. They they had they got all the pieces. They got sauce. They, they you know, they got guy after guy that's going to help them. Uh, does it matter? A little bit, but if those guys never play, no. So this is what I say about this trade. Great trade. Um, one, like you said, the money Kevin Fiala wanted, they probably couldn't afford him. Um, the, the money that people were willing to give him in comparison to what the Wild have to do as far as getting other guys, they still have to offer possibly money to Nick Bukestead. Um, if you heard yesterday about what he's doing, you know, he, he's never been a free agent. You know, he's never been healthy um going into free agency and this year he was so he's like hey let's let's see i mean if kevin fiala is getting this kind of money what kind of money can i get and and so when you think about that when you think about all these pieces of the puzzle this is what i'll say about brock from minnesota maple grove um played at the university of minnesota young has two years of international play played on the world juniors um looks like they got a gold in 2021 and then finished fifth in 2022 and um, he played for the U.S., so he has some international experience, and we know those internet that international play is very key. Um, you see it in basketball, too. You see a lot of guys now, these international players are coming over pro-ready. I think in hockey, same thing. You're seeing some of these international guys come over here. I mean, look at the one we have, Kirill Kaprizov. It's one of those where everybody's like, hey, maybe maybe this is the guy. This this is a guy. And so, one, Brett Faber has Brock Faber has that. You look at the draft picks, again, you have two. So can you draft two guys that maybe one team wants for a guy you want? I mean, there's a lot you can do with that. So I, I think in the end, you don't have the big contract anymore that you have to worry about giving Fiala. You didn't lose him for nothing. Um, it's just free agency where he's going to go test the market and see what's out there for himself. Um, so honestly, in the end, I, I think it, it does work out for the while because you get rid of a guy that didn't show up in the playoffs. Um, I think that was the key. It's what have you done for me lately? I think Stefan Diggs got that big $72 million deal from the Vikings because it was a what have you done for me lately? And what did he done? The Minneapolis miracle. So, and and he's still worth it though. Now we're, we're realizing, okay, this kid's real. Cause that next year we're like, what, what's going on with this dude? Like uh, all this money and he's not doing anything. Well, now we know he's definitely worth it. He just didn't jail well at that time with what was going on with the Minnesota Vikings. 
Same with Fiala. Maybe a new adventure for him and, you know, paying him like the top guy, treating him like 1A, 1B. He'll go out there and do that. But he didn't do it for the for the while when they needed him. Everybody's tweeting memes of a, a milk carton. Where's Fiala? Well, now we know where he is. Somewhere with Carmen San Diego in L.A. And he's going to get paid. And now it's up to the draft of the wild Garen. What are they going to do? Like, that's the key. What kind of team does he want to build? And I think Nick Bukestead said it best. He has that championship pedigree. He knows how to create a team to win. And so that's, I mean, if you're right here, you're like right at the cusp. You can, if you beat the Blues, you're going on to play the Avalanche. Now it's like, how do we get over that hump? And I think that's what the Wild are doing with that, with that move right there. Similar to the Vikings. The Vikings have kind of been there. How'd they get over the hump? Well, they added Kevin O'Connell. I think that's what they think is going to get them over the hump offensively. That's where they feel like they can get better defensively. Let's change it up, 3-4. So, again, change is not always a bad thing. It, it hurts sometimes when you lose a guy that everybody knows, but, hey, it might work out in the end. I don't know. What do you think, Sam? Yeah, so I think you still have the problem of how are you going to fill the goal-scoring void this year because mm -hmm. Faber is not going to do that this year. Your draft picks are not going to do that this year, so you still have that void. So, A, you have free agency, so you still have an opportunity to sign someone, um, not to a lot of money, not to a Fiala contract, but here's why I think Faber is important to this year. Faber gives you organizational depth mm -hmm. to where you've now got this stable of defensemen. If you want to create another trade offer, give up a defenseman or two that are highly regarded in exchange for a forward who's highly regarded, well, suddenly you th th that's cashing in your assets for something you need. And I think Faber now gives them some insurance to say, all right, we're more willing to part with the defenseman in exchange for a forward to find that goal scoring. And I think that's why Faber provides value for this year, even if he doesn't set foot on the ice. Well, that'll do it for the first segment of the Ron Johnson Show. Up next, I mean, for those watching on YouTube, thanks. This is why I'm wearing this shirt. We got Chris Altman Bell coming up. Gophers wide receiver star. Um, he, he's going to talk about the top five receivers in Gophers history. He has an interesting one in that list. I wasn't expecting him to do that, but he did it, and I love it. Chris Altman Bell's up next. He's going to talk also about his hoop squad. I mean, he might have the best basketball team. If he can go back and grab former guys in NCAA football uh history right now that they can win a big 10 championship with him tyler Johnson, rashad bateman brevin vance uh, brevin span forward um so let's see what chris Hartman bell has to say and for those on the podcast that cannot hear thanks for downloading us wherever you get your, your apple uh, uh spotify if it's the, the the marketplace if wherever you get your podcast we appreciate you you can't see it but it's a lovely maroon shirt has an axe on it on the back has the score of the Gophers game against Wisconsin this year. Thank you to the Minnesota Gophers for sending it to me. Love the shirt. And back after this, we'll have Chris Hartman Bell. So welcome back to the Ron Johnson Show. I'm your host, Ron Johnson. And as promised, I mean, let's go for football. I got to have my BU Get the Act shirt on. Uh, it's a it's a it's a gopher football day. We got Chris Altman Bell, Gophers receiver. As I bring him in, Chris, I'll never forget meeting Chris when he was a young whippersnapper came into the program 
And uh, first thing he said, well, he called me OG. So I'm like, man, I'm not that old yet. Like, I, I remember being in Detroit calling dudes OG. And I'm like, that's like Chris Carter. And, and I'm like, man, I'm, and then I'm like, dang, I am 42. So, you know, but I remember meeting Chris, him and Tyler Johnson, Rashad Bateman, uh, Coach Matt Simon had me down for practice. And uh, it's been love ever since, man. I love watching them. I got to go on the road to do the Indiana game. And it probably was the best Chris Altman Bell game I've seen. But I got to see it from the sideline. I got to interview him on the sideline as after the game so what better way to be a sideline reporter than to have a receiver be the player of the game but as i bring chris hoffman bell into the show of course i'm just gonna jump out there man like one i love your game you remind me of me um you know i, I i'm looking for big things from you this year but when you talk about roll the boat you know there's a lot of stuff going around and then i, I had a, i even had like a NFL coach on and he talked about row the boat i had a coach not even from the gophers program and he talked about row the boat and what it meant um, to you, what does row the boat mean to you? Uh, to me, man, I think row the boat means love. It means uh, sacrifice, means being there for your brothers, being there for whoever, um, getting through certain storms, getting through the hardships, and just, just getting through everything, just pushing and never stopping. Uh, it means get just putting your all towards everything to me. It's, it's some, been something that, that I've been used to since I've been in this culture, in this program for the longest. Um, I've known about it since they were back at Western, too, so it's kind of been instilled for me for the past, like, eight, nine years, so that's what it means to me. Yeah, when you think about, uh, of course, you know, there's negativity floating around on the internet. Um, people are never completely happy with something. Uh, to, to guys like that, that, that maybe, you know, either don't understand or, you know, football didn't go the way they thought it should go. Um, how can like that mindset just change when it's like, you know what, everything happens for a reason. You end up where you are for a reason. Um, you know, what do you say to that? It's always going to be good and bad in everything you do. You just got to keep going. Um, life life isn't easy for anyone. Everyone goes through something worse than you as well. So for me, I just get up and wake up every day. And if God gave me the day to be here and be here today to talk to y'all, and I'm, I'm grateful. I couldn't be more. I'm, I'm alive. That's, I, I tell people that all the time. Man. They ask me how I'm doing. I say, I'm alive, bro. I, I can't do anything about that. Like, I'm, I'm good. I'm here. Like, I'm healthy. I get to do what I get to do. I get to play football. I get free education. Like, that's life for me. So it's just you got to take it for what it is, man. Like, if you're alive, man, and you, you live in life, you're great. You're healthy. You're happy. Yeah, and, and I see the Tyler jersey on the back, so I got to talk about that. Tyler Johnson, Rashad Bateman, you played with two of the best receivers in Gopher football history, man. What have you learned from them? Yeah, I learned so much from those guys, man. Literally, Bates in town still, and I'm built Bates every day. And every time Bates came up, we watched nothing but highlights, highlights, highlights of everyone. But uh, those guys, like, well, those are my brothers, man. Those are my roller dogs. So what I learned from those guys, man, like Ty, especially his release game, his patience, his, just how he reads his coverages. He knows Ty, Ty knew the game inside and out, man. Ty was a, a, a great guy. And uh, for Bates, Bates, how fast he plays, how his releases as well. Just These guys are like really complete receivers. And that's something I took from from these guys. When I got here, I, I was like, don't get me wrong, I'm a, I'm a great ball catcher. But for when it came to being a complete receiver and playing the game as a receiver, those guys did it well. And that's something I looked up to. So, I learned nothing but but great things from those guys. I still watch them and those guys literally every day. Their Minnesota stuff, their and the NFL stuff, I watch everything. So shout out to my dogs, man, 6 and 13 for sure. And still, Demetrius Douglas too, man, who's a silent goat. So <laughs> shout out to all those guys, man. 
And when you when you look at, you know, this season, you know, you got a chance to do something that a lot of gophers wish they could have done. Uh, my senior year, I got a chance to win the axe. What's different, though, we didn't get to rush the field like you guys got to. What was that like, man? Because I was there, but from a player standpoint, being on the field, winning the axe, and then it just is pandemonium, fans on the field. What was that like? What was that it's, like the whole day? It's nothing, it's nothing better, man. Like, I literally just had this conversation with um, I have an internship working with kids. I had a co I had a coworker I was talking to this about Lily yesterday, and I was telling him it's like man, it's the stuff that you dream about. Like as a, as a kid, I used to watch college football a lot, all the, the greatest games. You just like just wish to be in these great games, in these moments. Even though Minnesota, like it wasn't my dream school at first, but still coming and playing at a great division school, and now I fell in love with being here in Minnesota, being a Gopher. It's just something that you always dreamed of, man. Just seeing the final score go to zeros and seeing all these fans just rush and rush. There's nothing but full of love and joy that your team just won. It's something crazy, man. Especially one of the acts, man. We love one of the acts. It's, it's being rivals and being a rival is just it's something that's always a part of the game. It's nothing better than that, man. So that has been unexciting because even having the Penn State one and then getting the West Coast one this past year, having two storm, two field storms is something that you some people never get to see and experience. So I'm nothing but blessing and grateful for it. Yeah, and I'm, you know, and I got to create a little controversy out there. So I, I sent you a question about top five receivers. You don't have to put them in order. If you had to pick, <laughs> you don't have to put them in order because we don't, you know, we don't want to create too much drama. But if you want to, go ahead. But in your mind, you know, when you look at the record books and all this stuff, man, who are your top five go for receivers? My top five, man. I got to go with you, OG. I'm going to go you. I'm going to go bait. I'm going to go Ty. I'm going to go E. Decker. And then for what I'm about to do this season, what I, what I believe I can do, I'm going to put myself. Hey, I like it. I like it. See, that's where I was going to go, man, because when I, when I see your game, man, and what a lot of people don't realize is you remind and, – and we just had this debate about Jake Reed. He played with Randy Moss and Chris Carter. Like, that's where I see. Like, Jake Reed was a 1,000-yard receiver in the NFL. He, you know, he was good for three straight seasons. My producer, Sam Ekstrom, reminded me of that. And then he got Randy Moss drafted to him, you know. And so I, I feel like, you know, you, you're kind of that same. Like, you had three years of great receivers, and so you just played your role. Mm -hmm. And now you're getting your chance to kind of step up and shine. And, you know, like for, for pound for pound, man, watch you run fade route, slants, aggressive power. Like, I got to throw you up there. So I like that, man. I like that five. Um, and now here's another good controversy because the coaches, man. So I talked to Kenny. Kenny Burns was on the show. And he told me his five coaches that he would – because I said, if you had to go play the players, who are you taking out there? And I think – and I have to go back and watch the show. I'm, I think we're going to pair the videos together of you two's comments. But I think he said Matt Simon – uh, the big offensive line coach. Um, ah, I forget his name already. Why am I? Who's offensive line coach? Callahan. Coach Callahan. Callahan. Yep. So uh, Callahan, uh, PJ himself, and there was one more person. I can't forget who he said, but he said those would be his five. So if you had to take five players in your team, the best five Hoovers to go challenge the coaches, who are you taking? Uh, for sure. I'm starting off number one draft pick. We're going Brev and Span for it. Okay. I need my point for it right there. I'm going with Brev for sure. I'm going to put myself, me and Brev, is, you know, that's the craziest duo ever. I'm not going to lie to you. We've got some heated hoop sessions. Me, Brev, Michael Brown Stevens, got another okay. little, sneaky guard who's athletic. Uh, I'm going to go Daniel Jackson as well. Give me Daniel Jackson. And then give me Braylon Oliver, a sneaky, another okay. sneaky little, okay. a big guy in the post. So I need those guys to run the flow with for sure. You get up and down so the if, court on everyone. So if you had a position battle, receivers versus tight ends versus offensive line versus linebackers versus quarterbacks, 
It sounds like you're saying the receivers have the best hoopers in the, in the, on the team. We gonna we gonna ball for sure. We can stop <laughs> if, if we can stop Brev. We can stop Brev and contain him. We gonna ball for sure. <laughs> so if you were, but in your receivers' room, then who's the number one receiver? Oh, they know they hooper? know who it is. They it's number seven. It's, it's Crab. It's me. They know they know who Big Brother is when it comes to hooping. Don't get me wrong. They got some hoopers in there, but they know what it is, man. They didn't. They I don't got to say too much. When they bring up basketball, I don't have to say nothing because everyone knows already what's going on. So who who would you put like if if it's you versus Tyler Johnson and versus Rashad Bateman? Like who's the best out of those three? I'm not gonna hold you though. They they might have me. I had some hoop sessions with Bate and Ty. Though they they got it, man. They really got that for sure. But I, don't get me wrong. I competed with them. I got it. There. I still did my thing. But I I, I still put them above me for sure because they I seen I see them do some unrealistic stuff while hooping and stuff on, on some summer nights. So. But I, I, I'm still up there with him, though, for sure. Because I, I was going to say, like, would you, Bateman, Tyler, Brevin Van Sport, or Brevin Van Ford, um, I don't think there's another Big Ten football team that could beat you guys I promise in basketball. You it's not. I, if I could, if I could like, show you the sessions we've had, man, and we, and I'm telling you, we would win the Big Ten championship in basketball if the, if the football team had a team. I'm telling you. I put all hey, my on. I like that. I like that. Because I, I, I think about Ty. I've seen Ty's highlights. I've seen Rashad Bateman's highlights. I got to check yours out. I've heard Brevin can hoop. So, yeah, like that 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 would be a Big Ten championship from a football basketball you, standpoint. We literally, we, literally, we literally come to blows when we come to basketball. We literally we argue. We fight up and down. I didn't have to fight streams from Brev and pick and rolls and Ty all game. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. I, I got us for sure. And last one before I get you out of here, man. Like the NIL – there's been a player-created NIL that's going to benefit all the Gopher football players. Uh, it's called the Twin Cities NIL Club. And I'm because I'm a former player, I got the email about it. I got the app update. Explain to fans what this NIL is going to do for all players and then what the goal is to build from this. I am for sure. It's just uh, – I, I love the, what NIL has done for, for all the players around the world. It gives a chance to – you know, make some money and make some make some cool things off our names and, and get us out there. But for this experience, it gets the fans around the team more, connects us with our fans more. You get to come and hang out with us, whether it's virtually or come see us in person or whatever. Uh, we get to play games with people. All it's all this type of stuff, man. It's just us interacting with our fans and getting being more into it. And it's just gonna be a great experience for all of us, man. It's, it's really exciting. Ready to get ready to get started. Well, you heard it there from uh, Chris Altman Bell. Make sure you guys check out the Twin Cities NIL Club. It's player-driven, so you don't have to worry about where the money is going. These are going to benefit the players. Also, though, this is going to help recruiting going forward for Gophers football, so please check that out. I want to thank Chris Altman Bell, my little bro, for joining me on the show. Top five receiver. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. <laughs> Vikings game day live. I cannot wait to get out there. I got some other stuff in the works. I can't really talk about it yet, but I know Chris Altman Bell. Mo Ibram. I got a couple guys on my list from Fox 9. We're going to make this work. We're going to get this out there. So I got a couple guys on my list that I got to get a hold of this season. And we're going we're gonna to do some cool stuff for the pregame show and some other stuff uh, coming up on, on Gophers football this year. But I'm Ron Johnson. That's Chris Hoffman Bell. Stay tuned. Daily 3 is up next. That's three questions, three minutes each. Well, now you've heard from me and Sam. You've heard from Chris Hoffman Bell. You now know his top five receivers. If you don't, make sure you go back and watch that segment. But up next... We got the daily three. That's three questions, three minutes each. Take it away, Sam. This is a, a packed daily three today. We're going to start start with the DeJounte Murray trade. And you might be asking, what does this have to do with the Timberwolves? Murray's traded from the Spurs to the Hawks in exchange for three first-round picks, as well as three pick swaps. 
2023, 2025, 2027. Um, so the Wolves were apparently in the running until the last moment in this deal. Um, eventually, Marie gets traded to the Hawks. Do you think the Wolves would have been smart to trade three future firsts for DeJounte Murray? Would you have been would you have been interested in that deal? So this is the thing about uh Murray. You know, this is his what one, two, three, four, five, six. So it's going on his sixth, seventh season, right? So when you think about what you get out of this kid, you think about his stats, you think about his his ability. You know, this year, the 2021-2022 season, plays 68 games, 21 points a game. He almost averaged a triple-double. You know, he, he uh, nine assists and then eight rebounds. You know, he's, a, he's, a, he's coming from the Spurs, so we know Pop. We know what he creates there. I know the goal is to find guys like this. He is a point guard. Um, so that, that, that could be the thing. But then you're literally giving up your entire team pretty much for this guy. Like your future is completely gone. Like your future, if you go get Murray, is 100% gone. Like you have nothing left. And so I'm, I'm looking at the stats. I'm looking at everything with this. Um, here's where I go with this. I would be a little bit nervous about this. You know, he's a 6'4 kid with a 6'10 wingspan, so nothing special. He is a point guard, so he's not small. He's not in the 5'10", 5'11", 6-foot range. He's 6'4", so you are getting a solid-sized point guard. Um, you're getting a guy out of the West who's played against uh, some of these top guys. Um, he wasn't requiring a ton of money at the time. You know, he was only making $2.3 million. Uh, in 2019 so you know he's a and I don't know what pop teaches I don't know if he's a team first guy because of the Spurs you know culture if you want to call it that um, you look about think about Tony Parker Manu Ginobili all those guys like you never heard from those guys you never heard that's the problem too you never heard from Murray like he wasn't like a guy that was going to be in the media talking about himself like pop controls that team with team first uh, let's not do anything to put ourselves in the media. Let's not give anybody bulletin board material. Um, I, I struggle with that because I don't feel like, like I'm not saying he's not a star, but we personally just didn't see enough of him because of how the West schedule goes. When you got, like you're going out to Golden State, you're playing at a, a 10 o'clock sometimes our time here uh, because it's an 8 p.m. tip off there. So you're not watching a lot of Spurs basketball uh, when they're playing those West teams. So, I don't know if I'm giving up three first rounders, but but the other part of that is maybe if you if it's a trade with D'Angelo Russell, maybe you don't have to give up three first rounders if they're willing to give up D'Angelo Russell to get him and then give up maybe one or two first round picks, then maybe I'd do that. Yeah, I would love to hear what our affiliates over at Locked On Sports Atlanta are talking about today, how they view the deal. I think that Atlanta had to do something to surround Trey Young with a, a running mate. Like Trey Young's good. Trey Young is a is a number one kind of player. I never felt like he had a number two. I thought he had a bunch of role players around him. John Collins is nice. Bogdan Bogdanovich is nice. But I think this gives him a bona fide number two running mate to try to win something in Atlanta. And they're just two years away from from being in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? So right. so they were right there a couple of years ago. Um, everyone. This is the one is, thing I don't. This is one thing I don't like about that though. The Trey Young, I feel like, is a point guard by size. So mm -hmm. I feel like they're adding two point guards. But again, I get it. NBA is different now. Small ball, because that, that was the whole problem with the Timberwolves not going to get Steph Curry. So, hey, maybe they're on to something.
Yeah, a lot of people are mentioning that for Murray anomaly. They're using the word anomaly with last year. He he was like a triple double guy. He was twenty one eight and nine yeah. were his averages, which is far better than he'd ever done before. And and a lot of people are saying ah, big stats, bad team. The Spurs weren't any good. And I, I don't know, I didn't watch enough Spurs to know whether or not that's true or not, but I know his age is right. He's only like 25, 26. Um, the stats are amazing. He played under an amazing coach in pop. So I think right. if you're the Hawks, if you're going all in, um, I think that that's a, that's a good move to make. And before the next question, I'm going to tell you about the big news at Arcade 1UP. NBA Jam is back. Your leader in at-home retro arcade games is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they made it bigger than ever with a Shaq Edition machine. Uh, it's the first sports game ever to feature real and digitized NBA-licensed teams. No fouls, no free throws, nothing to slow the game down, no quarters required. Compete with friends and family through all-new Wi-Fi leaderboards, making you more connected than ever. Pre-order now from Arcade1Up.com. That's Arcade1Up.com. For an estimated early September ship date, uh, Arcade 1UP has got even more classics like Golden Team, Mortal Kombat, and many others starting at just $3.99. And they're giving away a Shack Edition machine to a lockdown listener. Enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave at Arcade1UP.com slash locked on. Arcade, the number one, up.com slash locked on. You can enter up to July 8. That's coming up. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with? We heard from Chris Ottman-Bell how the Gophers are starting an NIL club. I want to get your take on this too, Ron. It uh, looks like it's $199 to join the club, and the money goes to the players. Your thoughts? I, I think it's good. I, I think um, that's a that's a nice, easy number. Uh, it's not $500. It's not $1,000. I do think, like, I'm, I'm going to – like, that's why I, I'm, I'm glad they started this. Um, I, I know I have a conference call coming up soon with the athletic director, Mark Coyle. Um, I forgot what day to schedule, but they, they emailed me and asked me when I was free to discuss some stuff. And so I know it's probably a part of this deal. Um, and I think, I think it's like in three weeks, which I'm gonna try to get Mark Coyle on our podcast. I'm like, Hey, you want to meet with me? You come on my show. <laughs> um, but like my, my thought about this with, with that is I think one, there's other levels to this. I think you can add, you know, different sponsorship levels. Like 199 is the entry level, uh, 500. It's like a $499.99. You know, you got to make it sound good. So $499.99 gets you X. You know, $1,000, $999, just call it even. $500 and then $1,000 gets you X and then X. Like everything you add, um, you utilize the players. Because the thing about the players uh, that they can set up that the school cannot. The players can invite friends and family to practice for open practices. So maybe – that 500 adds another level of what you get to do with your player at practice. Uh, maybe the $1,000 is another level of what you get to do with your player at practice or after the games. Uh, maybe there's a $2,000 level where, you, you know, they, the players work it out with their parents, whoever's putting this together and say, hey, Delta Airlines, can you put a package together to get these guys uh, on one of the road games? You know, there's a lot of it's, it's a good start because there's a lot of levels to this of where they can go with this money. And the fact that they're spreading it out across, and I think they want to come up with, and it says the players involved. And this is the problem that I think they're going to run into, devil's advocate. My guess is when it says players involved, because I've read it on the site, means whatever players are signing up to say, yeah, I'll do autograph signings, I'll meet fans, I'll hang out after practice, X, Y, Z, I'll do TikToks with some fans, I'll, you know, whatever it is. But if you're getting players signing up that are not your top guys, 
what value is that to the fan? Um, I don't know who's running it exactly, but I would be very careful. Nothing against walk-ons, nothing against them. But I'd be very careful in just throwing in a bunch of kids that nobody knows. That's when that NIL uh, membership becomes watered down. And you're like, eh, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, I don't, I don't know who Sammy Samimo is, or I don't know who Tim Anderson is. Like, who's Tim Anderson? No idea who this kid is. Oh, he went to Osseo High School. Still don't know who he is. You know, like, that's what you don't want. You want your Chris Altman Bells, your Tanner Morgans, your Mo Ibrams, your Brevin uh, Span Fords. You, you want your names and names in there. You want your Braylon Olivers. Uh, you have to keep the names in there. You want your you want your Michael Brown Stevens, and this is why. If I'm Michael Brown Stevens, I'm getting Uncle John to agree to some FaceTimes. Like, hey, if you pay $199 and you get an autograph with whatever, you want to pay the five, hey, you're going to get a FaceTime with my uncle, John Legend. Like, I'm going to set that up. I'm going to call Uncle John from my from the field or whatever, and we're going to FaceTime Uncle John. And who really cares about Uncle John? They want to see Chrissy Teigen. Like, you're going to get to, uh, unless it's a mom, uh, but you're, we're going to, and, and women love Chrissy Teigen too. She's funny. But, you know, we're going to FaceTime Auntie Chrissy. And, you know, like that kind of stuff will get some fans and some younger kids even with 200 bucks because they got their Pell Grant money or their lunch money. And they're like, hey, look, I get free food. Let me go ahead and put 200 bucks in this and I get to FaceTime with John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. I'll do that. Like, it's more than that to just get them to do a cameo for you. So, hey, why not pay it to the Gophers and realize Michael Brown Stevens can do that? So there's a lot you can offer to a fan group. So I think it's good overall to get more players to see this. The bigger that pot grows, they're only offering like a 1,000 memberships this year because they want to, you know, see how it's going to go, how much time does it take from them. Uh, they're still students. But then after that, then you open it up. And then now you know. And now players coming in can say, hey, man, our NIL has over 5,000 members. You know, and if you do that math, I mean, I'm not good with math real fast, Sam, but $200 times 5,000 members, it's a million bucks, Sam. You take that million bucks, and there's a, a yearly subscription, there's a little bit of money. You divide that over 100 kids, it's 10 grand. So now you've created a $10,000 for every person on the team type of atmosphere, type of deal. I think it's good. I think it's worth it. But, hey, they got to build it, and this is year one, so let, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. I don't see John Legend or Chrissy Teigen on Cameo, so this might be the only way to get a hold of them. I think you got to make that the platinum level NIL club, the hey, $2,000 level. 2005 yeah, hey. grand, yeah. You get Chrissy Teigen and John Legend after one after the Wisconsin game or something. That's awesome. <laughs> or the All game right. they come to. Like, if they come to a game, <laughs> hey, we're, you're going to get to come to dinner with Uncle John and Chrissy. Like, I might have to send him a DM about that. Uncle that. John gives the uh, the pregame speech. How about that? Exactly. In song with a piano. <laughs> uh, all right. The worst bullpen collapse yet amongst a million bad bullpen collapses. Uh, it happened again in the most damaging way possible last night. So the Twins come back from 3-0 behind. They send it to extra innings. They score three in the 10th inning. Max Kepler, a big home run. And then the wheels fall off. Um, it goes hit. Walk, I'm sorry, walk, hit, wild pitch, home run, walk off, game over. Guardians score four in the 10th and win 7-6. So the Twins collapse again. The lead is down to two. Ron, this keeps happening to the Twins. What's going on? So you're heading to the Orioles series. And if you look at the Orioles, like, decent team. But they just got the doors blown off by the Seattle Mariners. They're fifth in the AL East. 
So not great, 35 and 42. So you're going to face a team who could potentially give you three games. So you, but mentally, you don't want to go into that series knowing we let the Guardians off the hook, like Denny Green. They were who we thought they were. Like, you have to finish this out. You've had so many leads and you keep losing. I don't know if I've seen more leads blown by a team in like a whole season. Like, this might be, this might go down for a 30 for 30 when this year is done because they're almost to the halfway point. And I think we said this uh, with Alger Martin. When you go to the halfway point, you want to have a decent cushion because this is when now mental toes body everything starts to get like okay we're almost there we're almost like we got a halfway we're already at the halfway point and i've always learned it best with the halfway point the, the old adage the dude that swam like he had a mile swim to go or something he had to swim a mile in rocky waters cold he mm -hmm. swims literally halfway panics and swims back we end up swimming a mile anyway because you had already swam a half mile and then you turned around. So if he just kept going forward, he gets there. Just like the whole like dude digging the meme of a guy digging for a diamond and he's like right there and then he gives up because he's like, look, there's no diamond back here. Two more chops, diamond. You know, so there's all those old adages. And this is where I think they are with the baseball team right now. They're they're at the half, they're getting to that halfway point, and it's like, can we do this or do we fold? You know, do we have enough in the bullpen? Uh, do we feel like we're going to have a year like is it just going to be inevitable we're going to play the Yankees and, and collapse again at the end of the season? Um, you don't want that doubt to creep in. So what do you do? You have to put your foot on the throat. I, I think that this is a depressing stat. So the Twins have had, as we mentioned yesterday, the lead in all four of these Guardians losses. They've had the lead in the eighth inning or later. Mm -hmm. If they win all of those games, Ron, the lead in the division would be 10. 10 well, and it's two. Right 10's now. my number. I always say, let's look at their last 10. Let's look at the let's look at this 10 game stretch. So, you know, we're not going to count this Guardians game in this 10 game stretch. I'm going to start it at this Orioles. That's the next one. They got to go 7 and 3. Like they got to start to get that momentum back cuz they had it early. They were on mm -hmm. fire. And now that doubt creeped in a little bit. So they got to they got to find that energy. But that'll do it for the Ron Johnson show. I want to thank Chris Hoffman Bell. I want to thank the Gophers for the shirt. Love it. Anytime I can wear a shirt that says we beat the Badgers, I'll take it. Thank you. Um, we heard about Fiala. We know where he's going now. Thank you to all the sponsors. Um, LinkedIn, we, we enjoy it. We love you. Appreciate it, all you do. Please make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Share, like, and comment. Also, download and take us wherever you get your podcast. Just search Locked On Sports Minnesota. You can find the Ron Johnson Show, all of our segments, or the whole show. Whatever you want, it's a buffet. You take it, and you digest it. That'll do it for me and Sam. See you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.